Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to the Tableau Podcast. <laughs> hey, all. Welcome to the Tableau Podcast. Uh, you should be following us. Just uh, search for the Tableau Podcast anywhere on the internet. And you'll find something. Subscribe to that. Um, so, so um, a, like a couple weeks ago, I had my phone recording. Like audio memo. Um, because I was like trying to come up with a melody. And Haru was lying next to me. Um, I was waiting for her to go to sleep. And um, she s- suddenly wanted to play Would You Rather. Okay. And um, I reco- it got recorded, the whole thing. Okay. And it was just really funny. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's funny, but here's, here's what it is. This is like Would You Rather me, okay? I'll go first. Okay. Would you rather be stuck in a bathroom for 24 hours or be stuck in a car for 24 hours? Okay, is the car moving? No. The, the car is just sitting there? Yeah, and they don't have any bathroom, and bathrooms are scary. And can I play music? No. Okay. You can't do anything in the car, and you can't do anything in the bathroom. Can Tim, what's the anything? difference? I'd rather be... Uh, is it cold in the car? Well, it's your choice. Dude, it's a rather game. You don't have to ask questions. Oh, I'm not allowed to ask questions. Okay, fine. Uh, I choose bathroom. <laughs> bathroom, okay. Okay. Okay, how do? Okay. Would you rather eat Cheetos that taste like poop? Then why does it everything have to be poop <laughs> or taste? Dude. When you, when you play Would You Rather, there's nothing that is as fun as tasting poop. <laughs> Would you rather eat Cheetos that taste like poop or poop that tastes like Cheetos? Cheetos that taste like poop. Really? But it tastes like poop. Yeah, I can just spit it out. But wh- why would you not eat the poop that tastes like Cheetos? Because it's poop, but it just tastes like Cheetos. You You are... <laughs> Brilliant. I love you. Wait, was that her saying I love you? Was that her going? <laughs> no, I said I love you, and she's like me too. Oh. Um. Yeah. So I asked her. Um. Would you eat? Would you rather eat Cheetos that taste like poop, or poop that tastes like Cheetos? And she chose Cheetos that taste like poop. Um. Because if she eats the poop that tastes like Cheetos, she would actually just be eating poop. We interrupt the Tableau podcast for breaking news. Okay, so a ton of people were tweeting me saying that they can't wait to uh, see how I react to this. So um, Marvel Studios just dropped their big game spot. 
I actually wasn't able to catch it in the moment. So I'm on YouTube and I'm looking at the thumbnail and it says the universe is expanding. Uh, I'm assuming that these are going to be like the shows for uh, Disney Plus, the Marvel shows that are coming up. So Falcon and Winter Soldier, WandaVision, uh, Hawkeye and Loki, right? I don't know. So it's 31 seconds. I'm going to watch this right now, actually. Okay, hold on. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, my God. Captain America's shield stuck in a tree. Oh, my God. Falcon is practicing like with like with like a Frisbee. There's people. There's soldiers flying through the sky like flying squirrels. WandaVision. It's like a classic sitcom. Oh, my God. Oh, it's. Oh, wait. Huh? Huh? Loki. He's going to burn some place to the ground. What? Okay, that was a crazy 30 seconds. Oh my god. Okay. Well, first of all, Disney Plus better, you know, start servicing Korea. Damn it. Okay, so, um, Loki. First of all, oh my god, Loki. He's alive. This is the old Loki, right? So in Endgame, like the old evil Loki that never turned good, the the good Loki died. So the old Loki uh, got a hold of the Tesseract, went through like a time portal, I'm assuming, and ended up in the past. There was a picture online of him walking down the street, and I think Jaws was playing in the theater. So I'm assuming he's like back in like the, the 70s. Um, why is he in prison in this trailer? Okay, here's my prediction. So he goes back in time and it's like a Terminator 2 kind of situation, right? Or Terminator 1. And he's there and he's, you know, he's dressed like a futuristic medieval reindeer. So someone's going to have a problem with him, right? And someone's going to be like, dude, the fuck are you wearing? And Loki just immediately kills him. Uh, and then a bunch of people like the uh, authorities, you know, or the cops or whatever, they grab him. And they're probably assuming he's like a murderous, like serial killing cosplayer. And then they shove him in prison and S.H.I.E.L.D. was around at this time, right? Okay, so I'm assuming, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up. And they're like, who the hell are you? And he's like, you guys are, like, ants to me. You guys are, like, tiny little bugs to me. Uh, I'm going to burn this place to the ground. And I'm I'm pretty sure he's going to do that. Uh, maybe this is, like, a prison break kind of story, which uh, would be great. I mean, prison break... Not the TV show, but like Prison Break as a genre is is interesting because it's like it's like a heist where you have to heist yourself out of the situation. So um, I love like the whole escaping prison kind of thing. So maybe and imagine Loki trying to do that, right? I mean, 
it's gonna be crazy. He like befriends the people that he's in prison with, and then they escape. Maybe um, that would be great. Um, the Wanda Vision thing looks like so. It's like a classic sitcom, and everyone's probably like confused or like, "What the hell's going on? Isn't Vision dead? Like, what's she doing in like a classic sitcom?" Um, I'm assuming, and there's like a little tiny sliver of a moment in this trailer. Um, I think she got a hold of Tony Stark's um, like that hologram tech. You know, they called it Barf. Uh, it was featured in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. So maybe she got a hold of that tech, and she's using it to get over her grief um, from losing Vision, right? And maybe she creates this situation like a classic sitcom because sitcoms. See, the great thing about sitcoms is. Um, even sadness and even moments of grief are dealt with in a way where um, uh, I don't want to say it this way, but it's it's digestible. So maybe she's using like this sitcom fantasy um, hologram thingy to get over her grief. And uh, in the process, I'm assuming that this somehow becomes real. Because, you know, Wanda has the power to bend reality, I think, right? So um, maybe that's the storyline and it'll probably lead into like her, her buddy movie with, uh, with Doctor Strange. And Falcon and the Winter Soldier just looks like a really good, um, just, just looks amazing, actually. Um, I love the shot of Falcon practicing with the shield. Because it's like a, it's like the greatest frisbee in the world, and uh, I don't know how they're gonna deal with the fact that Falcon's not a super soldier. Like he didn't have anything shot into him, you know. He's he was he just had this amazing tech. So I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna deal with it. But I like that um, it's gonna be a Captain America that is that is human, right? A Captain America that can um, get hurt and bleed. Like, Steve Rogers did that, but, you know, he was, like, a super soldier. The dude could, like, fall off a building and he wouldn't die. So um, the fact that Falcon is actually a human, like, you know, not a superhuman, um, I think that makes the Captain America story even better. Um, I got to text Haru. Haru's going to go crazy over this. She's been waiting for WandaVision, like, I, I told her it's it's coming out in like a, a couple of years, like maybe next year. And she's just like almost every day. She's like, Daddy, when's WandaVision coming out? It's like that whole like when you go on a road trip with your family and the kids in the back are like, Daddy, are we there yet? OK, that's what WandaVision is for her. So she's she's like she can't wait. Right. So I got to text her right now. Anyways, back to the Tableau podcast. Right? And um, I recently saw something on like Hassan Minaj uh, on YouTube where like an audience member asked him like, the reason why I asked her this, um, asked him like, would you, would you rather eat something that tastes like literal shit or shit that tastes something like something else? And, and, the, and he was like, you know, the, I don't know, right? Like, what would you rather eat? Like, because let's say, 
Okay, would you rather eat a cheesecake that tastes like literal shit? <laughs> okay? Yeah. Or literal shit that tastes like a cheesecake? What would you rather eat? Because if you, if you choose the literal shit that tastes like a cheesecake, it won't taste like literal shit. Yeah. But you would in fact have eaten <laughs> shit. Yes. So what would you, what would you rather eat? Am I doing this in front of an audience? No, 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 no. You're doing it in the privacy of your own room. But we will all know. That if, if you, whatever you chose, we will, we will find out. Like, we will know that you ate shit. <laughs> what would you choose? I genuinely do have to ponder it. Right? It's just really tricky. Yeah. Is the, is the, the, um, the split second or the, or the, um, that moment, um, more important, right? Where you're, Tasting shit or cheat or or cheesecake, or that long regret of knowing that you got through the moment because you ate shit that tastes like cheesecake, but you're living with the fact that you ate shit. So what's the okay? What's the texture? Oh, so does the texture reflect the taste, oh, or, a, or does the texture reflect the image, the that's, object? That's actually a very good question. So let me lay it out for you. So the cheesecake, um, it it the texture feels like a cheesecake. Okay. Okay. Everything about it is a cheesecake, but for some unexplainable reason, it tastes like literal shit. Yeah. And it's. It's a it's a shocking sensation for you when you take the first bite because you also are realizing that you've never actually eaten shit before. Yeah. Like so, you, so this is a it's completely a- new sensation for you. This is a completely new taste, and you're like, you're like realizing in that split second that that this is what shit tastes like, and it's also really jarring for you because. It the texture feels like a cheesecake. The way it crumbles and 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 you, the smoothness. Yeah, you feel like it's a cheesecake, but it clearly tastes like literal shit. Okay. Yeah. And if you're eating the literal shit that tastes like a cheesecake, you know <laughs> that this is shit. Like the texture. Yeah. Like you, th- this is the sensation that you imagined you would have when you bite into <laughs> turd. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Many of our half of our audience has now turned <laughs> off the podcast. For those who eat while listening to podcasts. Okay, I'm really sorry, but it tastes like the best cheesecake you've ever oh, had. Okay, well that that does add an element to it because if it's just a any other cheesecake. No, this is like the best cheesecake you ever had. But then in turn, is it the worst possible tasting kind of shit? Oh, or is it kind of potong? Dude, are you kidding me? There's no degrees to shit. It's someone who's literally clearly allergic to something. No, no, no. Like I'm, you eat it and it tastes like something went wrong. Diane, there's no getting around the fact that it's gonna taste like shit. Okay, and I mean literal shit. I don't mean it's gonna taste bad. I mean it's gonna taste like. How shit. much do I have to eat of it? It's just a bite, or is it like a plate of it? What? Oh, it's a full bite. It's like a full… But just a bite. Yeah, like a huge bite though. It's like if you were 
um, biting into a, like a hot dog after like starving. Okay. Okay. So, what would you choose though? Because, yeah, you can get through the moment by by um, doing the literal shit that tastes like ch- the best cheesecake you ever had, right? Because it'll just t- taste like a really good cheesecake, right? Yeah. But after that moment passes and some days pass, or like a week or a month passes, or like fifteen years later. You're living life, um, you know, having completely forgotten this this moment. Okay, you're living your life. You're married. You have you have to who you have. You're married <laughs> to like this great person. You guys have a beautiful family together. You're about to buy your first house, and all of a sudden, you remember that 15 years ago you ate shit. <laughs> You know what? I actually can you live with that? Although it tasted like cheesecake, and if and then you you are like riddled with guilt for some reason. Yeah. You tell your husband, you're like, I need you to know. Um, 15 years ago, uh, I had like. Why on earth I, would he have to know? I was given this option, and I chose um literal shit, literal shit that tastes like a cheesecake. And she's like, he's like, wait, wait, wait. What are you telling me? You ate shit. And you're like, no, no, but it tasted like a cheesecake, though. And he's like, you're yeah, but you ate psycho. shit, though. You ate cheesecake. Okay. Flavored shit, though. Well, that's assuming that's the option I choose. You know what? I just came up with a good enough reasoning for me to choose cheesecake that tastes like shit. Why? Because it'll stop me from eating certain sweets. Oh, forever. Because I'll be so traumatized yeah, by it, it that it, I won't be able to look at a cheesecake or something uh-huh. similar. Without probably wanting to like gag. Mm-hmm. And so it's actually a great deterrent from overly sweet desserts. Especially of that kind. Because I eat a lot of sweets. Alright. Um, I am sufficiently disgusted by like <laughs> my own talk. Today. <laughs> like I know for a fact that all of you have like… Most of you have now turned off You really the buckled podcast down. <laughs> and deleted your podcast app. And deleted your Spotify app. Uh, I'm really sorry that we started off this way. Hey, did you play Would You Rather when you were a kid? Yeah. All the time. Me and my brother. But it's funny. The, the funny thing about Haru's recording… It's her being like… You can't ask questions. Yeah, you just have to choose. And I was like, I think that's the whole point of Would You Rather is like the discussion around it. <laughs> here's what I'm trying to… Uh, here's where I'm trying to go with this. Life is basically a series of Would You Rathers. Right? And if you think about it, when we were kids, some of the Would You Rather questions were unbelievable. Okay? This cheesecake and literal shit thing is like nothing compared to some of the questions we asked each other. Okay? And it's, it just got… And it got progressively worse and more violent, right? Like it just got nasty, and um, and and like you think about it, and you're like, why am I being forced to choose between two of the most terrible things I can imagine? Like, why do I have to cho- choose between cheesecake that tastes like shit and shit that tastes like cheesecake, right? But often in life, you come to a crossroad. Where both paths lead to shit. Okay? And you have to choose the lesser… The lesser evil or the lesser terrible thing. Right? And… Um, and those situations… 
come no matter what. And when they do, it's like the worst, worst time in your life because you have to make a decision between the two. And you don't like either choices. Okay? And I think about this all the time. Anybody, like, when anyone, when anyone in an interview asks me, like, which of your members do you like more? Okay? Um, that's, that's the crossroad for me. I'm like, what? How do I make a decision here? Like, how do I choose the lesser evil? Like, this is exactly like choosing between a cheesecake that tastes like shit and shit that tastes like a cheesecake. Ooh. Where do you, where do your member where do you and your members fall on the like Dungeons and Dragons like chaotic neutral chaotic good scale? Oh, I'm sorry, Diane. I, I've never I don't know what Dungeons and Dragons is. So. Yes, you 100% do. I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I know what a dungeon is. You, and I also know what, I saw what a, a dragon is. I picture of you in high school. <laughs> that kid mm-hmm. knows what Dungeons and <laughs> Did you play Dungeons and Dragons? I I sort of played for like 10 minutes, but every I know what it is. Uh, but what do you mean? Like what species? I no, don't so I don't remember what you're talking I don't so, know what you're talking about. There's like scales of like people's like personality types or archetypes. And uh-huh. so the scale is like, like a druid so, or So it'll be evil and good, right? Yeah. And then it'll be chaotic or lawful. And it's oh, a scale. So it's I like I kinda remember now. Yeah, so like chaotic neutral or or chaotic good or lawful neutral. Where do you think you fall? Um I think I think I'm like smack in the middle of it all. I think I possess all of them. Or can I be like a circle that like encompasses all of them? You're just neutral, neutral? No, no, I'm like I'm everything but neutral is what I'm trying to say. So what would I look like? Like what, what am I? A star? Like what I think a- you're chaotic good. Really? Thank you. That's the- <laughs> Is that that can't be the Diane. nicest thing anyone's ever said. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like the most beautiful thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm gonna change my uh Instagram profile. It's to gonna chaotic say chaotic good. It's gonna say I'm chaotic good. Yeah. Or it's gonna say That's in, another t shirt in quotes. <laughs> Tableau, your chaotic good, Diane. Right? So that it's not like me calling my or complimenting me. It's like someone else said it to me. But think about it. Doesn't that apply to you in a bit? Because I feel like you you have a sense of like you want to do something. You want to make something good or you want to put something good out in the world. But you don't mind chaos if, if in order to achieve it using chaotic methods or that something that disrupts. Yeah. Um, well, I believe that chaos is the only way to achieve anything. Um, good or bad. Um, it's just the way the world is, right? And I'm sure our biochem uh, major totally agrees with me, right? He's literally lawful good. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Look lawful good. Look at his scarf. Scarf? Scarf. <laughs> you're wearing a scarf? I actually didn't know until this point because you're wearing a black scarf on a black… He's wearing the most put-together outfit of anyone in this entire office. Dress shoes, black dress shoes. In Dungeons & Dragons, <laughs> you would either be a druid or or an elf. <laughs> oh, all of a sudden you know characters in Dungeons <laughs> & <and> Dragons. <laughs> okay, here's the thing about Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know if it's still played the same way, but here's the thing. I never figured out what the hell I was doing. Do you know that? Uh-huh. Okay, so 
when I was a kid, um, growing up in Vancouver, um, you know, you're as a kid, you're always looking for like things to do, right? And you had heard about Dungeons and Dragons, and then one day, um, I walked into some comic book store, and they had a bunch of like small silver like figures, like avatars, like tiny, like a like a dwarf. Like a druid and like a dragon, right? Yeah. And I didn't know what they were, what those were for. So I was just in there to buy comics, and I saw them, and I'm like, "What is this?" And it says like Dungeons and Dragons, right? And they're like pieces you use. Uh-huh. Okay, I don't remember too much, yeah. but and I'm like, "Oh, this game like seems really fun. It must be really fun, right?" And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't allowed to have video games and stuff, so I was like, "This looks really fun." So I bought like a really cheap like Dungeons and Dragons starter pack kind of thing, brought it home, and then I opened it up, and I thought there would be like rules and stuff, like, like I thought this would be like a pretty straightforward board game, and then I I'm like, wait, it doesn't even have the pieces that I saw. Like, what what the hell's going on here, right? Like, what is this? And then. There's like you know there's I don't even remember if they had instructions. So basically, Dungeons and Dragons is you just get around and you just make up stuff, right? I think it uh, that's just the rules are made by whoever is moderating the story. Yeah, so that person just just grabs stuff like out of his ass, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, they, they sure do. <laughs> like you just and make it stuff like cheesecake. <laughs> well, you just. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, oh my god. <laughs> Started with Haru's voice and just went to shit. But anyways, um, like that's basically what it is. The moderator just makes up stuff, right? Yeah. And then like… But, it's like, but they come into prepared. It's like, hey elf, you have to roll a 9 or something to get past this f- fire dungeon. And then you you roll a nine, and then he's like, "You've you've passed the fire dungeon, and now you can fly." And just just make shit up, right? Well, the dice is like your probability of achieving your goal. Okay, but the but the goal or whatever, the, the stuff yeah. is all just like the moderator just making things up as as you go. It's like it's like an unreliable like. You know, narrator just just making stuff up as you go, right? Or did we play this wrong? Because I there's, swear to there's God, there's like we- certain things that are decided about your character and their capabilities. So there are like they're not like that many limits. But for example, like once you choose what type of oh, you were really into this, Diane. No, I learned it in like the twenty minutes I played once. Okay, and I also used to listen to Dan Harmon on Harmon Town, him yeah. playing. D&D. Yeah, true. And yeah, it was yeah. really good. It feels like you played 20 minutes a day for like two years. Honestly. But it sounds like you're projecting right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm not ashamed of this. <laughs> you try to act like you you've never even heard of like it. Like you have something to hide. Well, I'm just explaining a question you know, honey boo boo. <laughs> but anyway, so so and then but you do make stuff up. Yeah. Like all the situations, right? Yeah. Okay. Then I must have been playing it right because this whole like I don't I remember playing this with like some friends, um, but I never understood what the hell was going on. Like I went a whole year like playing this occasionally and not knowing what was going on. And to this point, 
in my life, I will look back and not understand what was going on. And then apparently they're making a Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh. Right? And here's the thing. It's like, how do you make that movie? When it was just kids all over the place just making shit up. Like, how do you make a movie? Like, where's the one story? Maybe it's just What's, a story about kids playing Dungeons and Dragons. And like, I don't you get go it. into the world. I honestly don't get it. Because I remember I played once with this, like, older, like, this older kid that um, came to my house because, like, his parents were, you know, like, church friends with my, my parents. And then they came over and all the parents went out and then left us, like, in a literal dungeon. <laughs> and, um, and we had, he's like, yo, you have Dungeons and Dragons? And he saw my starter pack. And I'm like, yeah. And then he brings it out and he's like, I'm the, I'm the best moderator ever. Oh, like Dungeon Master. Yeah. yeah. And we're playing. And uh, like he's saying stuff that like clearly, um, I, I, I'm, like, I'm like, this isn't the way this is supposed to be played, is it? But I really still haven't figured out how. So I'm like, okay, this must, whatever, right? And he's like, you roll a two and I don't kick your ass. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right? And it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, Well, I don't think he was okay. a very good moderator then. But you know, like just making stuff up. Yeah. Right? And like, and things are like anachronistic and like, and not belonging to this world because this is supposed to be like medieval. Yeah. Okay? But this guy's like, okay, now you have, you know, you rolled a seven. Like, now you have a jetpack. And I'm like, what are you, t- What? And and he he's like I'm the moderator. This is how you you play this, and just things happening just that don't make sense. I think he was just a bad moderator. He clearly just wanted to control the story. Well, anyways, and 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 that's that's how I I felt about Dungeons and Dragons in general. I was like, I mean, shouldn't there be at least one like one story to govern all of this so that like we have, all. I mean, we have something to go off of. Because our Dungeons and Dragons games had like, dude, we had like, like ninjas appearing, right? In medieval times, I told you about the jetpack. Um, we had horrible situations where like, it was basically like would you rather situations, right? <laughs> um, just really demoralizing and like demeaning things. What the hell was I a part of? I don't know. I don't know. Mine was very sweet and wholesome. And I was always the person who was just trying to like plant like someone else's like underwear in people's pockets. But <laughs> you guys didn't have, you, you've never played with some weird guy. Like, I don't know. Okay. I <laughs> that hope you not. met at a comic book store. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, they, they would do things like, okay, so now you're like in the enchanted forest walking down and now you have to roll like a seven or something. And then I rolled a seven and I didn't know what would happen then. And he's like, he's like, okay, the druid sticks a magical like broom up your ass. And I'm like, okay, what? I'm I think, like, I think you were bullied <laughs> via like, the vehicle that is Dungeon and Dragon. I'm like, I didn't sign up for this. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to play this anymore. What do you mean? Like, what do I do? And he's like, now you have to roll a nine to like, Take the stick out of your ass. And I'm like, I don't have a stick up my ass though. And he's like, well, you do because I, I said you do. Anyways, that's that's Dungeons and Dragons for me. Okay, that's D&D ass. for me. Okay. Well, and, were you into like all those like medieval stuff? Like, like Lord of the Rings, Hobbit? 
to tell you the truth, I no. I, because I, I like I said in a previous episode, I think like um, horses. <laughs> like medieval stuff has a lot of horses in it, and I don't I don't watch or read or absorb any <laughs> <I> forgot <laughs> anything with horses in it. Um, I completely forgot. I'm okay with it now, but back then I wasn't. And like Lord of the Rings, like you know the movies. Yeah. Um, Lord of the Rings two. I tried to watch it three times in the theater. I fell asleep every single time. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, like I, I mean, I understand like the importance of J.R.R. Tolkien and like also like just um, his whole world building is like unparalleled, right? He like he created a language for for a story, dude. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's unbelievable, but um. I I while I appreciate what he did, um, like I'm not really into like that whole like medieval stuff. That's why actually when Thor came out, I had I I was under the impression that I wouldn't like it because you know it's basically sci-fi like medieval stuff, right? It's like it's it's Germanic mythology. Yeah, but it's yeah. like you know dwarves and like yeah, um, like you know battle axes and just horses. Right, horse, more horses, Jesus. like horses in Does space. Does he really ride a horse? Who, Thor? Yeah, I'm sure there's at least a couple scenes where he's riding a horse, and if it's not in the movie, I'm sure when he's not, like when we're not, what we're not being shown is him riding horses. And right? that that's enough to bother you. The fact that there could be horses. In yeah, the it's just it's just enough for me. <laughs> okay, it's just enough for me to be like totally turned off by it. But I actually ended up enjoying it. So I think maybe I've come to terms with horses. And also like in Thor Ragnarok, you know Valkyrie? The character Valkyrie rides a flying horse. Oh. So it's like a Pegasus, right? Yeah. It's like the unicorn Pegasus I told you about. You almost… You like twitched in yeah. your seat. The, the, remember the, uh, the, 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 the Pony Express yes. story that Pegasus, I Pegasus, yeah. yeah. The unicorn Pegasus. And I have no problem with that. I actually really like it. Right? So… Now I'm fine, but I wasn't into like the whole medieval thing. And I, but I was into board games, which is why the Dungeons and Dragons thing. And I was disappointed that all those pieces, those silver, like cool dragons and stuff that I saw, like it wasn't like a collection or anything. It was just random stuff you could use as your piece, right? And they were very expensive. So I wasn't able to buy any of them. But, um, like I was really into board games like Monopoly. Um I've I don't think I've ever played Clue, but I always wanted to and I feel like I missed out because yeah. it's it would be really weird for me to play now. You have a daughter, you can play with her. Clue? Yeah. Um to play murder with my daughter. Okay, but like, kids play it. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a kid's game. Oh, it is? Yeah. I thought it was like a very adult game. No. Where you're killing each other. No. Okay. You're just solving who done did it with what. Um, have you ever played a uh, Rummy Cube or Rummy Cube, like the game with the numbers? I'm really good at that. <laughs> uh, I haven't played in a long time, but like I, I, I am really, really good at that for some reason. Uh, I'm not gonna even question. <laughs> okay. Um. What What are some of the board games that you played, like that you uh, loved? Cranium, Life. Sorry. Oh, Game of Life. Game of Life. Just too real for me. It got yeah. Just too real. We're we're like in that game right now. Also, the salaries. Now that I'm thinking about it, don't make sense to me. 
they give you salaries? I don't remember. No, you know, this. you get a job and it comes with a salary. And oh. so you like want to be a doctor because then it's like 100K a year or something uh-huh. versus like a teacher that makes 20K. Is, is life, am I thinking of the same game? Is life the game where like you spin a wheel? Yeah, you spin the wheel and, and the like numbers. you can die? Huh? And you, you can die. You can die? Like you can spin a wheel and then it lands on die and you die. No. no. Okay. I'm, what am I talking about? What here? are you? Okay, my memories are really <laughs> weird. <laughs> no. Okay. Maybe someone changed the wheel and wrote "die." Is it the same kid? Who... I think it might be my brother. Oh my I don't know. God. <laughs> why do I have a memory? Why do I remember like starting the game and I died automatically? That's, you can't do that. That's not a thing. Okay. Good to know. It's not a thing. <laughs> You know they're making movies out of a lot of board games now? Like what? You know they've like… So… You know they've basically run dry now of all like… Established content, right? With the comic books, with the video games. You know you know, a few years ago, it was weird for video game movies to come out. Yeah. But now it's like a normal thing. Angry Birds. Yeah, it's like all normal, right? Yeah. And now um, they're going into… I think they have like a deal with like certain um, board games to make movies out of them. Right? Uh, I'm sure like a whodunit like a Clue movie will work. I feel like that's already been made. Yeah, that movie, uh, the, the Knives Out movie. It's based on Clue? Well, it's sort of got that whole clue vibe. I actually oh, haven't yeah. seen it yet. Where everyone's heard... like contained in a house and they're like trying to I heard to it's awesome. I, I watched it. How was it? It's fun. Okay. I don't, mean like… It's... Don't tell me anything. No, but like it's not one of those where like… You know how it happened from okay. the beginning. But don't tell me. Okay. Anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it. But um, like a game that they should turn into a movie is um, Monopoly. Why? Just why why a, are you making that face? Just by like an old man. Take, no. Take <laughs> no, it's about um it's about a thimble. <laughs> <laughs> just bouncing on okay. the street. So this is my pitch. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. It's about a thimble um that has been thrown away because um it's no longer you know, who uses a thimble now? Right? <laughs> Nobody uses a thimble. We ain't no thimbleina. Yeah, some people don't even know what a thimble is. It's like the thing you put on your finger, like your thumb or something, when you're sewing. Yeah, when you're weaving. Right? So that you don't stab your your thumb. And this thimble gets thrown away and um, lands in a magical world where um, you you fight for property, okay, to build hotels and stuff, and then to like jack up the rent prices and stuff. So that you just kill your competition, okay? And this thimble is there, like at war with a with an iron and and like and a dog, okay? And you're just going toe to toe, toe. Animated or <laughs> real action? Real action. That's <laughs> okay. that's like the people who made Lion King. <laughs> yeah, that's the and actually we're gonna get Elton John to do the soundtrack. Okay. We're gonna make it a gritty character study. Um, on the thimble? Of the thimble. And the thumb that lost the thimble. Are you just saying symbol with a lisp? Yeah, I'm just saying anything right now at this point. What's the symbol of the thimble? The thimble. It's a very thimble movie about a thimble. (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. Um, I did want to look at some of our DMs though. Oh yeah. This this episode is like sort of all over the place. I know, but when has it not been? When has the Tableau podcast ever been normal? Um, there is one DM that screamed out at me because it was in all caps. Yeah. Oh really? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um. So, okay. So this question is: Hi, Tableau. It's from Vivi and Lamb. Vivi and Lamb, I think. Um. Hi, Tableau. Or Vivi Lamb. What is your advice for someone who is considering two completely different career paths? One of them is a secure field like medicine. And the other path is some job that would help push for more Asian overall minority representation in the media. While this interests me, it sounds less secure. What do you think? I'm a junior in high school, so there's quite a bit of time for me to decide. Okay. This fits perfectly with our <laughs> Would You Rather and Dungeons and Dragons conversation. Totally. Okay? Okay, it totally fits, right? <laughs> She's trying to choose whether she should go into like a very secure field like biochemistry or or medicine or going to something that I assume is is like arts or media related, right? And which seems more exciting but also for sure is going to be less secure uh, or feel less secure, right? So as your Dungeons and Dragons like D&D moderator… Okay, so you basically right now… If you, if you roll a six… You're at a fork in the road. One road will lead to what seems like paradise. But we don't know what lurks within. And the other one is… Seems like it's the burning forest of hell. <laughs> but we don't know what is beyond this forest. Uh-huh. Roll a four to make a decision. Is, is this you, how you is do your it? is your real advice right now for her to go grab a piece of dice and to is ro- this, roll the dice? Dude, she's a junior in high school. She's got plenty of time. She said, "Yeah, okay, yeah. she's got time to build a Dungeons and Dragons set <laughs> and roll a dice and play all the probabilities." Is this how you moderate? Uh. <laughs> Am I doing it right? You you just say now. What do you want to do? So it's it's just back okay. to zero. Vivi, Vivi. So you you are at the fork in the road. What do you want to do? And what would and what does Vivi have to say? Are I'm Vivi. In yeah, this let's situation? pretend you're Vivi. Well, how do you do this? Uh, am I what what what's Vivi's deal? <laughs> huh? Are moderators what? expected to answer what? stuff like this? Yeah. No. No. No, we're figuring it out together. I'm supposed to come with it. VV is a VV is a junior <laughs> druid. VV is a junior druid in the in the realm of high school law, and it <laughs> high rule. You high must school. choose one path, but no one knows what lurks within. What do druids do? What are their powers? Druids like they're like biochemists. In a way. No, they're not. Yeah, really? they they have like they make like concoctions with like they're like magic Magic what? <laughs> magic chefs. <laughs> they're like magic baristas. 
But <laughs> okay, so I'm a magic. Mag- you're a magical barista. Oh, you know what's funny? Druid is a medical professional. <laughs> oh. So. Okay. You kind of you kind of just have to be what you are. Honey. So Vivi, if you choose the paradise surface paradise path, you will become a druid. If you choose the flaming forest of hell path, you will become an agent at WME. <laughs> what other characters do they have? What other in Dungeons and Dragons? They have elves. You will become a magical elf. Which path do you choose, Vivi? And I'm sure Vivi's listening right now and she's like, I choose the flaming forest of hell. Okay, you must roll a five two times in a row to cross this flaming forest of hell. Okay? And let's say she keeps trying, but she she doesn't. And I just throw her constantly into the flaming forest of hell. Okay? And then you keep trying. You keep trying. Days. And then you got to go home because your mom's like, where the hell are you? Like, get home for dinner. So you go home and the next day you come back and you're playing this again. And you keep rolling, but you never get two fives in a row. Okay? It takes you years and years and years. But one day… You actually get two fives in a row. And you cross the flaming forest of hell. And you realize there is a very placid, beautiful lake. And it's, it, the lake is made of stardust. <laughs> and you bathe in it and you have like immortality. And all your dreams have come true. And you smile. And that's the end of the game. Yeah. See? That should have answered any and all questions you could possibly ever have. Anytime you guys are going through something where you have to make a decision between two really difficult choices. Think Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) Think cheesecake that tastes like shit. Or shit that tastes like cheesecake. Okay? Yeah. You know, I never heard what your choice was on that matter. What? What do you mean? The cheesecake shit? Yeah. Shit cheesecake? Yeah. Oh. I would for sure eat the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to regret. Yeah. Yeah, I I would for sure eat. And you don't mind anyone knowing that about you? Um, I've tasted… No, I don't want to say it. Uh Um… You don't want to go there, Diane. Okay. Go with whatever tastes like cheesecake. Okay? Even if it's the most horrible thing in the world. Because not, not everything that the, shines is gold. The worst house of… Uh, the worst cheesecake… What was I about to say? The house of cheesecake? <laughs> like Hogwarts? <laughs> the worst cheesecake you can ever have will still taste better than the best shit you can have. Trust me. You can take it from me. Okay? Wait, what? The worst… <laughs> Cheesecake you'll ever have okay. is still better. better than the best shit you will ever have. Okay. Okay. Let me answer one more. Um, so we so we get a lot of we get a lot of these like how do I choose the right path questions. Mm-hmm. Um. So let me see here. Um. You just have to choose one. And use that experience to decide whether or not you want to stay on it or not. Because I think the the misconception is that you choose a path and you have to stay on it. 
Yeah. You don't have to. That's true. And here's the thing. Oh, okay. Here's what I was trying to say. Okay, thank <laughs> is, you, Diane. Is it, is it what you were trying thank to say? You. Diane, thank you for that amazing assist. <laughs> now I'm about to take this ball and just shoot it in there. Okay? You watch what I do with this. Okay, go. All right. So here's the thing, guys. You. Okay, let me do, say this again. Hold on, hold on. Okay, let me. I almost have it. Guys, give me, give me a chance here to blow you away. Come on. Blow by okay, blow. are you all listening? I want you to go out there and g- gather some friends and listen together. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Let's listen together. Okay, do you have everyone in the room? Okay, are, are all of you li- gathered together and listening? Okay, here's the thing. In the D&D Dungeons and Dragons game that is your life. You're not a druid. You're not an elf. You're not a dwarf. Every single one of you are moderators. You are the moderator of your life. And just like in Dungeons and Dragons, you can just make shit up. Okay? If you feel like there's a dead end, if you feel like there's a humongous wall in front of you, you can just make up a path through it. Like we all did with Dungeons and Dragons and like that terrible guy did. Just making stuff up that doesn't even make sense in the world that we're talking about. Jetpacks in in medieval times? This sticks up my ass. (laughs) But is it that ridiculous is what I'm saying. Is it? Or did he know something that all of us didn't know? Did he know that he is the moderator of his life? And he can have jetpacks and magical broomsticks. As many magical (laughs) broomsticks and jetpacks as he wants in his world. Uh-huh. I just want you guys to know that you are the moderator of the game that is your life. Okay? And sometimes you will run into flaming forests of hell. And you will run into, you know, uh, uh, incredibly sticky situations where you have to choose between shit and a cheesecake. But you're allowed to make some of this up as you go. If the path you chose 10 years ago feels like a path you can't abandon anymore because you've walked down it so long and you feel like you're going to regret it and you feel like, you know, it was, it's going to go to waste if you veer off of it. No. Just make up a new path on the side and you can go down that path. I don't mean this literally. <laughs> Please do not drive Please, off. kids. Kids. <laughs> do not do this literally. If you're listening to the Tableau podcast in your for, car. for literal advice, <laughs> turn it off. Do not literally veer off the path you're go- driving down. Wait for an off ramp. Okay? <laughs> Look both ways before you cross the street. You cannot actually going to go into a flaming forest and survive. Okay? I'm just letting you know. It's just that I'm just nervous that you guys are taking what I'm saying as a literal fact. <laughs> we can't do magic. There are no such things as magical broomsticks. Okay? 
But figuratively, I want you to know that you can be whatever the hell you want. And you, you are the moderator. Don't let anyone else moderate your life. Don't, don't, let, don't let people tell you what dice number or whatever to roll. Okay? Just get rid of the dice. You don't need to roll shit. Just go on with it. Just do what you want. Okay? Don't let your parents, don't let the government, don't let the world. Well, I mean, obey the law, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, you are the moderator of your own life. That's all I want to say. Okay? So all, to all you D&D fans out there, Diane. Jesus. <laughs> okay? Know that you are the moderator. Thank you. And good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.